Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Um, we are on, what, part three? Of part three? The should, interview? Should be the, the last part, too. The final part. Um, and I get, before we get into it, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about um, from last week. One is what we talked about, uh, in the very end, we ended up talking about a guy named Leroy, who we felt was a mole. And, I mean, when you say that, like, to me at the time, I was like 20, maybe even not not even that old. Um, they say that, and I'm picturing the FBI sending undercover agents into this little group of men to try to whatever oh. <laughs> and it 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 doesn't really work that way but <clears throat> but that doesn't mean he wasn't a mole yeah. but i just thought i'd talk you about clarify. yeah we didn't a think little bit a about agent. how that could happen and why it would happen right. and why uh why it's something you pay attention to and what that has to do with today because he had just talked about the fbi and how he just doesn't care anymore and mm -hmm. that touches on something else that's going on right now um so let's start with the platform republicans it was a after yeah, I was gonna ask did we even clarify that that's what he was a mole into i think did, it we didn't was. get into that last last but did right. we get into that last week because it, it would take a long time. It's almost worth its own show, what yeah. that was. But I guess we can at least say this. It was a political strategy that was somewhat anti-establishment in that we didn't like the, the what's what's already been established. You know, you know what it we was. We wanted to change that. It was a prototype of MAGA located in yeah. Cincinnati. That's, that's what yeah. it was. Very very well, I mean, years ago, local, a few decades and ago. And I, you know, I never did find out. Is this something they only did in Cincinnati, or were they part of another group? I never even. No, I'm pretty sure it's only Cincinnati. Just Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. But it it was working. It did work, kind of. But um, anyway, it was a political strategy after uh, Randall Terry and his stuff kind of comes to an end because people just don't want to get arrested because they're coming up with new ways to hurt us. There's this giant group of pro-lifers and they're like, okay, what now? And um, a couple of the men got together and said, hey, what if we did this? And they, they said, yeah. And these are the kinds of guys, especially like my dad, they're movers and shakers. They don't believe in sitting around having meetings about yeah. things. They come they, up with an idea and they do just something. do it. Okay, let's do it. And part of that, I think, involved creating a nonprofit organization, very small one, which meant collecting money and how that money was going to be spent. Yeah, but, they, I mean, they had to form like a pack or something. Yeah, and, and we're not talking about like right to life kind of money. We're talking like... Uh, Somebody gives us fifty dollars 
that $50 goes straight to Staples to buy paper yeah. because they've been waiting to print something for three weeks. Or the post office I mean, for mailings or something. Yeah, that's how skin and bones it was. Um, but anytime you do that, I think maybe there's a red flag that goes up. The fact that it's a political-oriented organization started by people who used to get arrested a lot and there there's some kind of financial stuff going on i think i don't think the fbi is like oh we got to get on this but they like to keep their tabs on everything and so they it's not like they put an agent they've got really two ways to get into something like that and to find out what it is and to maybe go after them they either get someone in with those people and get them to turn and pay them money and say, you give us, you give us information that will lead to an arrest. We'll give you this much money. Um, I think they do that a lot. Yeah. Or they see some kind of relationship. This guy is friends with this guy and he's doesn't seem to like him a whole lot, but we can get him to go in and we tell him, Leroy, Hey, if you bring us information that leads to an arrest, you'll get whatever. Ten thousand dollars. I don't know what kind of mm -hmm. money the FBI the, pays, yeah. but that's what I think probably happened. And so Leroy, this guy who kind of comes out of nowhere and suddenly he's putting in all this time, and uh, I don't know. I never took much notice to him. I, I didn't like dislike him, but I didn't. He's just like one of the guys that was there. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he became the the. Uh... The treasurer. That's why I say, that's why I think that's how this happened. And because you can find a little discrepancy, like like somebody collected a hundred bucks and then they stopped on the way home and got Wendy's because they haven't eaten all day and they spent part of that money, which, oh, we got enough information to get a, a arrest now. Or I, something, I think things yeah. like that is what he was hoping to find. Or see the, or the thing he is, thought there was money. I mean, he might have been a mole in that sense, there, but but there is an, an alternate explanation that is supported by the timeline because he got into it, um, and at I remember a particular meeting where he started getting real annoyed um, by things that weren't happening, and and people were supposed to have taken care of something, have some report ready. It wasn't ready, and he was like, well, what do you guys, you know, what do you, how do you not have time to do this stuff? I mean, you guys are married, you have wives, so that takes care of your social life, so you ought to have time wow. to do this. So, <laughs> so he, uh, he didn't, um, he wasn't married, was he? No, he wasn't. He didn't um, have a wife. He didn't understand that no. families take time. <laughs> so, but the thing is, um, another, an alternative explanation, and, and I don't say that, that this is more likely than that he was a mole, just that it is an alternative explanation, because uh, he kind of grew increasingly agitated after that, and then eventually ended up filing like some kind of suit um, yeah. or complaint or something. I don't know. Um, maybe he saw some kind of, you know, grassroots, some kind of ground-based thing getting started com community organizing type of thing and thought it was going to go somewhere big and thought hey i can get into this you know through my buddy ed simon 
that I've just met back up with on, on the ground floor. And we're going to become a great big thing. And, and there's going to be a lot of power that I'll be able to have by being part of this. And then when you saw it's, you know, not, it wasn't really that kind of group of people. He was yeah. getting disaffected and, and got annoyed. And, you know, that, do you, that, do you think that that's is another explanation. No, but not, I, I don't, I don't necessarily the fact think that he brought this wasn't. lawsuit up because yeah, it, it's he just, knew what kind of money was there, and he knew there was that no money. There was no money, so he, I think he actually started going after people specifically. Oh, could be, um, which none of those people had money either. But I, I, I thought maybe when he realized he wasn't going to get anything that was going to do any kind of damage to anyone, then he mm -hmm. thought, "Well, okay, I'll just start." Suing people. That could be. So yeah, that that could be the you know the trajectory. Even if he was a, a deliberate mole of some kind. But yeah. I remember he he presented his court his case to the judge in that suit. You can't go through. I can't hear you. All right, go on. He presented oh, uh, his case to the judge. <laughs> Did you see me? <laughs> yeah, I saw you. I you tricked her. <laughs> Cut it out. Um, so he presented his case, and then the judge just kind of looked at, at Mr. Condit, um, who you know would have been the legal counsel for the platform. Oh, anyway. you were you saw this? I did not see it. It was uh, recounted to me afterwards. Okay, okay. And the judge just kind of looked at him and said, "Well, do you have anything to add, Mr. Condit?" <laughs> Mr. Condit said, "No, Your Honor." He said, "Okay, case dismissed." <laughs> <laughs> Or something along those lines. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, we're talking about all this movement and and all the the various people that kind of came in and out of our lives, and obviously the kind of people who would have come in and out of Randall Terry's life. Um, but when you're in a movement, especially if you're real heavily involved, those people kind of become family. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, you see them, just even the people who showed up every Saturday for picketing. I mean, just those people were kind of like family. But because a lot of it happened out of our house, uh, we saw a lot more of them than just every week. Uh, yeah the the leaders would be at our house and i, I mean, you remember the o'briens gosh the, um, you know, oh yeah i remember the o'briens it as operation rescue started winding down um a lot of people just kind of stopped coming because it it wasn't as uh it wasn't as fantastic anymore mm -hmm. um not only that, but just going and picketing doesn't seem like quite enough. Standing there holding a sign, uh, it, it just didn't seem like enough. The Catholics moved on to something else. The Catholics moved on to the Helper's Mass, um, which actually is enough because it is actually accomplishing things, along yeah. with the sidewalk counseling, which never mm -hmm. stopped. And there's not, it's not all Catholic. There's Protestants who, who do these things as well, but most of it's Catholic. Um, but, you know, here and there, it was like, 
someone would leave the pro-life movement like like they would turn against us almost like yeah and it was it's not it, it it had the feeling of of a divorce i mean it was like how can this person do that and yeah you, you begin to wonder well gee did i miss you know what happened why did the well, i mean was remember, i wrong about this person all along or or did right. they change or what people like nancy o'brien she did that that video for one of the what was that I can't even remember Lynn, what it was. Lynn, oh gosh, what was her name? Lynn something or other. I I was yeah. called her Lynn Estrogen because her name sounded kind of like that. But that wasn't her name. I don't know. I I must have been like sixteen or eighteen when I saw that video. I had this really bad feeling in my chest from that because, like mm -hmm. I said, these people become family. You you end up trusting them. Uh, for example, Nancy O'Brien. We. I babysat her kids a hundred yeah. times, sometimes without getting paid for it, often mm -hmm. without getting paid for it. I've but, and then done house repairs for her and it's stuff. Just, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have any other point in bringing that up other than just to say that when you're in a movement like this, especially like this, where sometimes you're going to jail together, uh, you get really, really close. And such was the atmosphere in Cincinnati during the times that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all I got. So I guess we'll go back to, I, I think I, I went back a couple, like a sentence or two. Yeah. And uh, we'll go back to Randall Terry. Just say You're, that theologically, you cannot ethically vote. vote for a baby mm -hmm. killer. Yeah, you can tell that I get animated and intense about this because we should have ended this Holocaust decades ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The presence of child killing in this country is the immediate fruit of treachery in the Catholic Church and in the evangelical world, but more the Catholic yeah. Church. And I say that as a Catholic. Right. And the reason is because 25% of the population in America is Catholic. About 50%, close to that, inside of the Democrat Party. Depends on what stat mm -hmm. you read. But the, I'll say it like this. The single largest voting block inside the Democrat Party are Roman Catholics. That's, that's shameful. Yeah, shameful. Yeah. This is a party committed to murdering babies, sodomite marriage, transgender mutilation of the genitals of little boys and little girls. This is from hell. This yeah. is satanic. And yet the largest voting block for those people inside are Roman Catholics. Why is that? Well, you know, it's about tradition, yeah. but it's about money. Yeah, exactly. It's about the billions of dollars that have been given billions with a B to different Roman Catholic charities and hospitals mm -hmm. and the bishops not wanting to piss off the people that are giving them money. So the bishops don't say anything. Mm-hmm. They just are silent when if they would just stand up and say, you can't vote for these people. It's a sin to vote for them. Well, I don't care if you're going to take away our money. You cannot vote for someone who promotes the murder of babies. That is why this Holocaust continues. That's why the homosexual marriage movement has taken root. That's why the transgender. 
I mean, how, how many bishops have you heard speak out against the transgender insanity? I don't think I don't any. Think I've heard any of them. I haven't heard a single. Not word publicly. About I mean, if if I have heard any, it's been on this podcast interview, that podcast interview, something like that. You know, maybe somebody gets, yeah. uh, you know, somebody like I don't know who's the the guy down in Texas, um, Strickland, for He's example. A great guy. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, I haven't heard any uh, speak out publicly. And you know, we we've said on this podcast before that, um, I, I mean, our view is that the American bishops, at least, are more bothered by abortion because it makes it uncomfortable for them to fully support the Democratic Party than they are because it kills babies. And I think yeah, for a lot of bishops, that's really what, what, what it is. Uh, it's unfortunate. I had a confrontation with the bishop in not Louisville, Kentucky, but the one straight south of Louisville. Um, I can't remember. He was a strong, still he's still a bishop, strong supporter of the homosexuals. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. he, and he, I'm having a face-to-face argument, confrontation with him. And he said, the Pope said, that the climate change and the care of, or not the climate change, it was the care of immigrants is just as yeah. important as abortion. And immigrants. I said, he did not say that, but even if he did, it doesn't matter. It's Still a lie yeah. the pit of hell. You kill a person. That's the worst sin. Not whether or not you let someone cross the border. So. I, this just kind of reminds me of a story and I don't know who told me. Heck, it might be in this interview. Maybe it's something he told me. But um, I think it was mom was telling me a story about how they're they're downtown protesting and um, not downtown. They're down at uh, in Clifton and, you know, people walk by and they say things and I'm not sure, but I think she was talking about Ray Lepker. Uh, The guy said something like, what about poor people? What are you doing for them? And his car was right there, and he opened the door. He said, come on, get in. He said, what do you mean? He said, let's go do something about poor people. They're downtown right now. Let's go feed them. And the guy's like, he just kind of walked off mumbling, angry and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just funny the way way people look at things and the way they say things. And it's like they're not mad that we're not doing anything for poor people. Yeah, they're it's mad because they're a, not doing anything about this huge, really huge deal. Mm-hmm. When they give money to a guy when they pass him on the street and they think that I'm okay, I, I'll, I'll still get to heaven this way. And it's, I don't even think they do that. I think the kinds of people who bring that kind of stuff up, they don't give money to a guy that they pass on the street. What they do for poor people, I think the large majority of these are you know, the people who are really against our movement and our involvement, they're the kind of people who go vote for politicians who will have large welfare yeah. programs. And that's what they do for yeah. poor people. That's that's their compassion. I mean, that very Pope Francis-like style of yeah. compassion, actually. It's like Scrooge when he says, I I support the, uh, the, the workhouse. And the workhouses, that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, and it's like, well, they, you know, it's not enough and the people who would fight abortion are the same people who would help the poor people when mm-hmm. the opportunity comes. Yeah. So 
By the way, I think that bishop he was talking about is Bishop Stowe in Lexington. Okay, that is Giselle. I don't know anything Google about Google on him make, makes me think that's probably who he was talking about. If we learn differently, yeah. we'll correct it. You know, part again, culturally, culturally, I came from an evangelical background. So my study in the scriptures, a lot of it is the study of Jeremiah, Ezekiel, mm -hmm. Isaiah, the prophets. Yeah. And the prophets said, woe to the worthless shepherds. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> woe to the men who sit on the wall. Isaiah said they're like dumb dogs, mute dogs. They don't bark. They're supposed to be guarding the city. The bishops, the priests are supposed to be guarding the city, and they're sitting there while we're being overrun. So it's easier for me than for some people, probably culturally, to speak up against bishops yeah, who are silent. Speak up. Yeah. Their treachery is known in mm -hmm. their silence. But culturally, we have a duty to speak out and speak up regarding the silence of our bishops. Yeah. Because that's why we have child mm -hmm. killing. Yeah. So uh, did you see irony in the fact that uh, throughout your life you witnessed, maybe some, I guess some bishops did join in the fight, but the mass, vast majority didn't. And that's the church uh, you ended up in? Interestingly, um, the bishops and the priests back in the 80s and 90s were far more mm -hmm. aggressive. Really? They were far more courageous than they are now. There's been a lot of castration going on and, and you know, disemboweling yeah. of, of the guts of, of Catholic clergy in the last 30 years. But when I came into the church, I came in right at the height of the, of the pedophile mm -hmm. scandal. Yeah. So I did not come in because I saw valor and courage. I came in because of my study of, of church history and study of theology and a conviction, a growing slow conviction that this is where God wanted me to be. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. been hard. Yeah. yeah. I miss, I miss the, the elegance, the courage of the evangelical mm -hmm. world. Yeah. I miss it terribly and i you know I, I i again i it's easier to temper a bold man than embolden a timid man and a lot of these priests god bless them they have been castrated inviscerated disemboweled by their training and you know the good guys uh they get sent to exile yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a priest who speaks up and says the stuff I'm talking about, and the bishop will shut Set him up, up move him out to the, the furthest corner of the diocese, yeah. or like give him Father a parish Pavone, with 22 they people. They just defrocked. Um, yeah, Father Provone, uh, priest for life, uh, a more extreme example of that. Or Father Altman, who who was the one who said, hey, you can't vote for Democrats. That's a sin. Yeah, Father Altman is the best example as far as I'm concerned. And we went up there. Mm -hmm. I went to his bishop's mm -hmm. office and led a protest. Oh yeah. We got news coverage against that bishop. I did a I did a video uh that got a lot of views specifically regarding his bishop oh. and the treachery of <clears throat> that bishop. That was Callahan, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I keep doing this. 
What's that? I, it's uh, I keep calling him Bishop Callahan's. Somewhere there's a Bishop Callahan who's like, why does this guy keep picking on me? It's, it's Bishop Casey, right? Casey, we have a cousin, Casey Callahan. <laughs> So every time I, I think of Bishop Casey, I think of Bishop Callahan. Because so yeah. <laughs> poor poor Bishop Callahan. I have no idea who he, I'm sure he exists out there somewhere, but no, it wasn't Callahan. <laughs> but you know, it's uh it, it just kind of really saddens you the fact that what he misses about his old life when he was before he had been brought to the full truth. Oh, right. Was right. Was the courage. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 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 gosh, I mean, with, with the, the whole person of Christ, you know, in the real presence available to us to strengthen us and, and, um, that, deeper understanding of the promises of, of salvation. The Catholic church should be what has that kind of courage in spades. And, and we, we specifically forbade priests and bishops from having families so that they could do yeah, this so they wouldn't without have to worry. fear. Right. They don't have to worry about feeding their family. They, fine. I'll go to jail. Yeah. You know, that's what think how reckless we could be if if we didn't have families. Now you know I'm not. Oh my gosh! I, I wouldn't wish my family away just so I could go be reckless. Right. But if I didn't have that, it's a concern. It's like wow. I'd be I'm in jail every week. I, I, exactly. Be constantly in jail because mm -hmm. I'd have be any money. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be putting my face in where it doesn't belong, and it's so sad. I can't remember. Tell There's it. so many. There's so many bishops. I, I can't. I can't keep them straight. I apologize. Okay. Yeah. We've been... My mind isn't what it used to be, brothers. I'm getting old. You see this gray hair here? What do you think? You think that I'm making this up? That this is dyed? No. I've earned every single one of these. Okay. Um, so what I do think you do? we've gone more than 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone more. We've got a whole hour. This is going to be spread out over two podcasts, I guess. Um, what are you doing now? Well, I, I ask you for your prayers. Mm -hmm. um, in my gut, I believe what I'm supposed to do right now is to create a publishing company that does comic books, books, documentaries, films, live action films to promote beauty and truth and life and to fight against the godless messaging of Disney, Marvel, uh, yeah. um, DC, you know, they're introducing superheroes now that are baby or that are homosexual, mm -hmm. lesbian, bisexual, transgender. They're literally creating superheroes for small children who will be in their beds at night, you know, with their iPad reading this and then searching online <clears throat> oh what does that mean and then yeah. bang they're moving into a realm of of sexual addiction or sexual confusion yeah that is satanic so we're doing the documentary mm -hmm. 
on Operation Rescue. The, the working title right now is Dragon Slayers, how the rescue movement led to the fall of Roe versus Wade. We have Time Boys, the time travel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, can we put a plug Absolutely. out for that? Yeah. yeah, we'll put that. So timeboysthemovie.com. We've won over 60 film awards for this movie, and it comes out streaming on various platforms on April 1st. But you can watch it right now uh, at timeboysthemovie.com. Okay, yeah. Timeboysthemovie.com. We'll link to that. Time Boys 2, which is the sequel. That's where this oh, t-shirt okay. comes from. Time Boys 2 is in the can and is now in editing. Wow. It's in post-production and editing. Uh, we are discussing a movie right now about human trafficking, mm-hmm. sexual trafficking, uh, with a young girl who is online looking and gets sucked into a situation where she goes to meet someone and is kidnapped. We are, um, well, that's enough. For right okay. now. Got, You've got, got a lot, got of, lot of stuff going on. Books to me. A lot we, of projects in the air. Yeah. We, two people have submitted <clears throat> books to me, which are really mm-hmm. cool. And I, you know, storytelling is so central. Obviously Christ told stories yeah. and, you know, when you look at the life of Walt Disney, he was brought up in a Christian home. He he probably did not walk out his faith very well towards the end of his life, but he believed in God. He believed in right mm-hmm. and wrong. He believed in good and evil. Yeah. <clears throat> he would vomit oh, if he absolutely. saw what Disney yeah. was doing. Yeah. How they have uh, they have taken the mouse hostage, taken I mean it's it's just horrendous. Yeah. So I'm a warrior. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I am. And uh, in the Rocky movie, where Rocky was talking to Apollo Creed just before the Russian killed him, he said, he said, Apollo, we're warriors. And without a war, we're no damn good. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I people don't want to listen to me too much about pro-life anymore. They want young people, which is fine. So I'm helping train young people. Yeah. I spend, I spend a lot of time on the phone or in person with young people telling them, do this, just trust me, do Mm -hmm. this and you will make an impact. And they're doing it. I'm having a lot of fun being the guy behind the scenes, but I want to make movies. I want to tell stories. I want to fight for the minds and the hearts and the souls of young people. And I don't want to do it with predictable ghetto films. Yeah. If you watch time boys, it's not a Christian Mm -hmm. movie. There's a priest. It's a time travel yeah, movie. Yeah. There's a priest in the early 1900s. There's a priest in modern times. They're a Catholic family. But it's a time travel movie with some really good stories. It's not <laughs> good, a ghetto good, movie. Good. I'll have to send you a script. All right. Oh, you have one? I've been making movies is a trip. I'm telling yeah. you right now. It is so difficult. People have no idea. You want to know the, the elements of a good movie? What's that? All right, so you have to have a good story. You have to have good actors. What goes in the lens has to be good, what Mm -hmm. you see. Yeah. And then you have to have great sound. Those four things. If you have a great story but crappy actors, it's no good. If you have a great story, great actors, and your cameraman doesn't know how to capture what's going on, it's no good. If you've got great visual, great actors, great story, but the sound is horrible, forget Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Because your ears won't forgive. 
The most important element to a movie, believe it or not, is the sound. You know, it's what, more important than I what you see, see because your eyes will forgive, your ears yeah, right. won't forgive. When I first saw uh, The Passion, Mel Gibson's movie, the theater I went to had a bad copy of it. The soundtrack was messed up. Oh. I, mm. I didn't feel moved at all by that movie. It's I walked out of there. I was like, this is stupid. If you have bad sound, it is intolerable. Yeah. So when we when you watch Time Boys, which I hope that the two of you will mm -hmm. do, um, we spent a fortune. We spent more money on the sound than we did on the movie. Yeah. I mean, we've got superstars, superstar rock and rollers playing in it and singing in it, and they. It's just a, it's just cool how they carry the film. And in Time Boys 2, same thing. We've got some really famous rock and rollers on stage with me in the movie in a fictitious band called Old School <laughs> Legends. And I told them, you got to be 50 years old or older to be in this rock band. And so, you know, we've got the founding drummer for Whitesnake. He used to be a drummer for Ozzy Osbourne. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've got one of the most famous bass players in the world who I think just turned 70. We've got the lead guitar player for Alice Cooper and Megadeth. You know, it's just, it, they're, they're all stars, but they're old, old school. <laughs> we'll give it a watch. I am looking forward to, uh, uh, to time boys too. And we will certainly watch time boys. One. Appreciate it guys. Right. It's been a joy to be with you. Likewise. <clears throat> hey, uh, so anyway, Oh, the other thing, is if if you, if people go to randallterry.com mm -hmm. we will be starting a podcast soon this studio that you see you guys know what we went mm -hmm. through today trying to yeah. get it the way we wanted it we didn't quite get it we're close um thank you for your patience by the way but <clears throat> we we're going to start a podcast and we just rebuilt our website randallterry.com and almost everything that we have ever made is for free mm -hmm. so i don't do this for the money. You don't do this for the money. We do it because we're warriors, because we love God, because we want truth and justice. So we've made my website so that people can go and go, I'd love that book. I think you got to pay $1 for mm -hmm. shipping or something that's so that we don't get ripped okay. off by people. Yeah. But the movies, anything that can play online free, we, we I want this material to get out. Uh, a wise man once said, at the end of our lives, we are the accumulation of the books we've read, the people we've met, and the things we've done. And so the inverse is also true. At the end of our lives, we are the accumulation in part of what we didn't mm -hmm. read, who we didn't meet yeah. that we could have, what we didn't do that we should have. So I'm making the material on Randall Terry live available for free because I think that it will have a big impact on people. And my latest book is at the printer right now. It's called divine correction, how God gets a nation's attention. Yeah. <laughs> so that book will be out soon. And uh, that's a very long answer to you saying, <laughs> what am I doing? Lately? No, it's a good one. <laughs> so are real quick though, are you, um, supported in this work entirely by donations then? 100%. All right. Well, then, everybody, go out and donate. <clears throat> Speaking of what, copyright, uh, everything at a podcast about Catholic things is pod, is copyright free. So 
I think there's some background music that isn't ours, but everything else is, uh, if somebody wants to copy it and use it for whatever reason they want to, yeah. it's all there. It's all free. Hey, if you guys want to use some of my music as background music, you can use it for free, royalty free. Just there say, we go. hey, boys, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was from Time Boys. <laughs> there is some really cool music there. Okay, That's neat. I mean, I know you both got that rock we'll, and roll we'll edge on you. So we're watching. when you yeah. got a moment, we'll play, the, go to the soundtrack mm-hmm. at, at, at timeboysthemovie.com. You can actually, you can get the soundtrack, but play it on good speakers really yeah. loud. Yeah. Because there is a, an amazing amount of production there. The man who produced that soundtrack runs the Elvis Presley studio, the studio that was built for Elvis okay. Presley oh, here wow. in Memphis. And he, um, he's been nominated for a Grammy award. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a genius, mm-hmm. genius engineer. So what, what you'll hear there, you can see like, Holy smokes. I mean, this is really, this is radio quality stuff. Well, as soon as I get up, I'm going for a two hour trip to Indianapolis. So I'll put it in the car as I'm driving and give it a listen. Good. You're gonna have to play it off your phone or something. But if you hit that first button, oh yeah, I it'll use play my the phone. entire soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I use my it'll phone. It'll play the whole yeah. soundtrack okay. if you hit the very top one. Okay, cool. Well, gentlemen, uh, it's been a delight. This you're likewise. our first guest ever. <laughs> yeah. have, this is our very first. Feel uh, very honored. Yep, yep. But like I said, you were your honor. first guest. What do you mean? <laughs> We've never had. How a long guest have you guys before? been podcasting? Well, like two, three years. Three years. Been two, 2018. <laughs> we have never had a guest. No, yeah, we just I, wow. I got your yeah, email. I'm, it's like, oh hell yeah, Randall Terry. You were a household I'm name. So honored. Yeah, knew, I mean, we, everyone that's knew a who riot. you were. I thought it was oh, a I'm joke. Honored. Wow. And whoever your does your publicity, ask him. I thought it was a joke when I got the email. I said, "Are you? Is this? Are you just joking?" Or I said, "Yeah, I'll have Randall Terry on. That's awesome." <laughs> that's hysterical well i won't tell him that i appreciate right. being with you guys all right well, thank you and hopefully we'll talk again some other time i look forward to it appreciate it all right have a good day all right i'm hit i'm and that hey, is it. the rest of the interview <clears throat> you know um these kinds of things i gotta admit my my favorite part is the storytelling, um, specific stories, not about how this came about, but like, oh yeah, about how you got arrested, things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to get other pro-lifers with to their tell stories. stories. You know, <laughs> I don't know if there's a way to do that, but they have a lot of stories to tell. I mean, we have a lot of stories to tell because we we witnessed a lot growing up. And, uh, you know, everything from Joe Martin fighting off 10 cops to Mm -hmm. uh, Brother Joe just kind of being led around crying and just it's a it's a weird being in a movement, how much you take in. But uh, that's that's all of our interview. Guess we're ready for news. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's Much happened see. since last week. Here. <laughs> My gosh, I—I I mean, look, I, I guess we'll just talk about the, you know, the Trump.
puts out a tweet or whatever he does that says, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. And then he adds that he wants people to protest. Mm -hmm. So they start putting barricades all around New York. And I mean, let's face it, not many people showed up to protest. Yeah. But it seems there was a big enough deal created that they didn't arrest him. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying he's going to be indicted on Wednesday or something like that. I don't know. What's well, today? No, I mean next Wednesday. Oh, okay. So it didn't happen yesterday. He I'm was still, not arrested yesterday. I'm still confused. What, what, what is he presumably going to be indicted for? I, it it goes ever, all the way back to Stormy Daniels. I know, but what act is he supposed to be indicted for? Because he gave her money. But, yeah. you know, when you give somebody money to, let's say, be quiet about something you did, it's usually the person you're giving the money to that gets arrested because that's called blackmail. Yeah. The payoff of blackmail is not a crime. Right. So what's what exactly is he supposed to be indicted for? That's what I don't get. The thing, the words I keep hearing are uh, have to do with campaign finance, but I think, I don't know if this was even during his campaign or not, but... Are they saying that he used campaign finance funds to pay her hush money? To pay her hush money, and he covered up those funds. He didn't, he didn't make it obvious where the funds were coming from or who they were going to. Oh. It's really so it's obscure. A, it's campaign I mean, finance irregularities is what it boils down to. Yeah, it's the whole thing is stupid, and what we know what it is. Yeah, but I mean it's, it's the same kind of railroading that that Dinesh D'Souza got when he went to jail. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and they try to scare people. I don't think they're going to scare Trump. But here's the thing: he called for Trump protests. And let's face it, not many people, not many people did. I think a lot of people didn't didn't actually believe that he was going to be arrested, though. There was that. But it's been how long since January 6th? And what has he done for any of these people who are in jail? Yeah. You know, that's another thing. He hasn't really... I mean, I don't know what he could have done, but he does have a lot of resources at his disposal yeah. that he could have been making clear to everybody, I'm doing everything I can to to make sure these yeah. people don't spend time in jail, don't spend time in prison. I don't, I mean, I, I does he not see that these people went to jail specifically for him, or at least uh, some of them anyway? Yeah. They didn't even I go mean, to jail for him. I mean, they were there for him. They didn't know they yeah. were going to go to, they didn't think they were going to go to jail. <clears throat> Right. It was, they were, they were there in Washington for him and, uh, they ended up in jail and really for nothing. And he could have, I don't know what he could have done. He could have at least talked about it, he, yeah, but he, he did. He could have talked about it. He could have, there, there have to be some kind of resources that he could have made available to their cause. Maybe if he made, if he somehow got money to them that could have done worse for them than better mm. you know yeah I because guess that's possible I, I can see that but like people if he like paid their general Flynn, or something. 
because a lot of their attorneys, I don't know what, what they're working for, but I got I to think some of these people attorneys are, are working pro bono or something. Yeah, these they, they have, have to be. Money. Yeah, these are just, these are people like us. If they came and arrested me, yeah. I, I guess I'll see you whenever they let me out because Let's face it. I can't if, even make bail, you know? For our earlier conversation, if we weren't married, we'd have been in Washington, D.C. on that day. I would have been in Washington, D.C., and I probably would have gotten arrested. And mm-hmm. I'd probably be in jail right now. Um, it's just... He didn't say anything. Not just these people, but people like General Flynn, who kind of lost everything mm-hmm. because of Trump, because he was a Trump fan yeah. and a hardcore believer and Trump didn't do anything for him. Mm. I think in the end did he end up pardoning him or something? I He could have made all that I think go he away. Did, but and he yeah. did. Yeah. And it's like why why'd you let him lose everything? Uh I I know Trump is for the country, but I don't think he would have my back if I went to bat for him. Mm. So individually, I, yeah, that's Although sometimes, I mean, you hear these anecdotes, the stories from people who had that, some kind of, yeah, you know, maybe it's like, you know, if you have that, that personal run in with him, he, he's liable to do something generous, but there's this in between yeah, maybe. Um, that somehow he doesn't seem to quite get. And, and I wonder if that's going to end up costing him a lot politically too. I, I, I mean, think and, it and will. Like you said, I, this this past Tuesday might have been an indication of that. And, and somewhere in there, Ron DeSantis made some kind of comment, and Trump started battling with him in his tweets, or I don't know what the, you call them. The yeah, the, whatever, whatever platform is on his, he uses now, um, which seems. They they got all offended that he that Ron DeSantis after all the things he said about Ron DeSantis they got all offended that Ron DeSantis would say anything about him and it was like this is just getting childish I, yeah which is fine because Trump was always known for that but <clears throat> at this stage yeah he we don't needs need to pull more back on that and be a little bit we got, more uh, weighty with his words a little yeah. more choosy and. And the fact that he still won't admit that A, he should have never allowed the country to shut down the way it did, and, and B, B, he should never have the vaccine. Uh, now, you know, the vaccine, yeah, he should admit that it was a mistake. I, I heard a guy being interviewed on, uh, I want to say it was uh, Informed Dissent, that had a little bit of an insider's view of, of how all that went down. Yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting to listen to. Alex, well, somebody or other. Anyway, that all happened, and Trump is not in jail right now. So, yeah. aside from that, we've got, uh, remember Cyclone Freddy? See, I got one report that says Cyclone Freddy increases, the death toll increases to 225 people, mostly in the city of Lantier. Then the next day, the story is, the death toll increases to 300. Most of those deaths occurring in Malawi. Wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. So, I know. Because so most of... I got... 
Reuters okay. and Al Jazeera having two separate accounts uh, accounts for where the deaths are. Here's the thing. I kind of just... It, it seems like it's a very small area, and they're calling it the biggest cyclone ever, or biggest tropical, tropical storm ever. And I just don't... Well, here's the thing. I don't know what the definition of a cyclone is, other than it's yeah, um, unless it's it generic like for, hurricane for any cyclonic wind pattern. Like, you know, if if all of them are cyclones, <laughs> tornadoes, hurricanes, dust devils, and everything, if, if they're all technically cyclones, <laughs> well, then okay, any hurricane is one of the biggest cyclones ever. But so I I don't know how to evaluate that that statement about it. Well, I think they were saying it was the longest lasting well, oh, okay, storm. Okay. But it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It's just kind of... There yeah, are all these countries weird. and cities that I've never heard of. So I think Blantyre is a city in Malawi. I think that's what's going on. Oh, okay. That, that would make sense. Yeah. Well, check this out. 21 people are killed in a coal mine explosion. Wait, this Columbia. is different from what we talked about last week? Because you brought up yeah. several coal mine things last week. Three. I got 21 people killed in a coal mine in Colombia. Nine Chinese nationals are killed in, and two others injured when suspected rebels storm a Chinese gold mine in Central African Republic. Huh. So there's a Chinese gold mine in Africa and some nationals stormed it. Or no, some rebels, rebels. stormed it. Probably nationals to that region who yeah. didn't want China running their gold mines and uh some Chinese nationals got killed, but all these mines, I, I just, it's odd how suddenly there's a bunch of mine collapses. Mm -hmm. This one's an actual explosion. Oops. Oh, wow. Something weird about that. Uh, Poland announces it'll deliver four you know what? fighter if, jets. Especially coal, but, but other, I mean, you know, one mine more or less doesn't probably make that much difference, but I mean, you've been pointing out how there's there's weird things that are happening, like like food processing the plants, weather. you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, mines is another thing that depending on what they're mining, and most things that you mine are this way, um, are going, you know, going to have something to do with, with some kind of supply chain. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Poland is going to deliver four <laughs> fighter jets to Ukraine, becoming the first NATO member to send warplanes to Ukraine. I didn't know that they were the first. What, what are four fighter jets going to, MiG-29 fighter jets going to do for Ukraine against Russia? I don't, do they not don't have know. any jets over there? All right, well... Maybe they don't. I guess and, not too many. But it's also possible that these jets can be useful. It's not like, oh, four jets. Now we can engage in aerial combat with the Russian 
Air Force or whatever. Right. I, I don't think that's the point. Um, they probably have the speed and agility and maybe a little bit of um, radar um, either jamming or ability to fly low or whatever that allows them yep. to be used for things like reconnaissance and that kind of stuff. Yeah. The international... Oh, wait a minute. French President Emmanuel Macron invokes a constitutional amendment allowing him to circumvent the National Assembly in order to pass that reform bill which would raise the retirement age. And so he's going to make it happen without it going to a vote. Remember when we talked about the retirement age going from 62 to 64 last week? Yeah. In France. So I guess that was supposed to go to vote, but the French president forces it. I mean, why? They should have. He really has to go around. Is that really? I feel like our retirement age should be like 75 or something. Yeah. I mean, when the concept of retirement age, like Social Security style retirement age, when that was first brought up, you didn't. As a general expectation, you, you weren't expected to live very long past that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, now, I know like, guys I know guys who are, are my age who are mm-hmm. yeah. like 50 years old and they're ready to retire. I can't even Sometimes can't even you can, depending retirement. on the company you work for, you, you, you can get a pension. But like if you're in the post office or yeah, if you're in the military, they have those pensions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the International Criminal Court issues an arrest for the Russian President Vladimir Putin uh, for, for alleged war crimes involving the abduction and forced adoption of children from Ukraine. Huh. Well, I guess I don't, have, I, I don't know what did that. I, I the International Criminal Court. Uh, meanwhile, Putin visits uh, Donetsk Oblast in the Russian-occupied region there in Ukraine uh, for the first time since the invasion began. So hmm. Putin is in so uh, he's, he's occupied Ukraine. Kind of feeling... Uh, he doesn't feel threatened by the there. arrest yeah. warrant. Uh, Xi Jinping visits Russia in their first uh, international trip since being his first international trip since being uh, reelected and met with Putin. I I don't know. I just I see all kinds of bad stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I, this does not look good for America. No. No, and you know that's that's actually a uh, here's the thing. That's on the one hand, there's a little bit of an argument there. Because we've talked about whether there are American interests in uh, Ukraine, yeah. um, and whether whether the the situation of what Ukraine is and who they are relative to what Russia is, and what are they really being invaded and, and that kind of stuff, whether it makes sense for us to be involved. But right. this this is one of those things that if it serves the purpose of keeping us as um, the dominant and people could argue whether we still are the dominant um, player in world affairs yeah 
it might be worth doing that just to keep a cap on China. I think China more than Russia. But it's it's yeah. a dicey proposition either way because of this. If we get involved on clearly the side of Ukraine, that puts Russia against us. And then you've got China there making overtures. And then you, you have this possibility of a Chinese-Russian alliance, which would be a horrible thing. On the other hand, if, if we don't do that and we do nothing, China may end up taking that role that we would prefer to keep for ourselves anyway and, and just start asserting themselves as the dominant world player. Yeah. Out, outside of well, military. They kind of are. About. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of they kind of are already. North North Korea conducts drills simulating a nuclear counterattack in response to joint amphibious landing exercises by the US and South Korea. These these weird these reports of what North Korea and South Korea do with the drills and we're going to pretend like, like you invaded us by pretending. Yeah. And then we're going to pretend that we nuked you for it. Is that, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. That just sounds so lame. It's so, the whole thing is so dumb. I don't know if maybe it's like a reporter just trying to, maybe this stuff happens maybe. all the time with all countries. But I mean, I'm sure that they have situational drills. Okay. You know, this situation happened. Let's pretend this situation happens. Some people know that, you know, and then, like people right, do that. Let's go all and, countries do that. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it, it could be just that. It's not a big deal. Somebody's. <laughs> I get maybe. It is. But the way you report, they it keep makes reporting it, so it is really stupid. Tit for tat, but all they're doing <laughs> is running drills. So why is that tat? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> miscarried babies are going to be formally recognized in a new Scottish initiative. Initiative. Okay. Not babies killed by abortion. That is super weird. I mean, it's yeah. it's good as far I, as it goes, but I, I think know. it's good just to point out the the humanity, the hypocrisy, of and the unborn babies, and the, yeah, the hypocrisy. Yeah. So Pope Francis denies that hell is a place. He said it's a posture towards life. Okay, well, this is the guy who says no one's in hell, remember. He says yeah, hell so is a state, it be it's a, a state of the heart, of the soul, of a posture towards life, towards values, towards the family, towards everything. This is more crap that but he must some not people believe. think it makes him sound deep, but He must yeah. not believe in the general res resurrection, though. Because yeah, see, cause how if could you have be a, a place body, nobody's... A body has to has exist to in, a, in a place. So if the general resurrection is truly general and everybody's going to receive their bodies, including those in hell, uh, those resurrected bodies have to be somewhere. It could be that he just doesn't understand that. Yeah, I guess that's possible. And then, and then after talking about hell and how most people who are going there I guess what he's trying to say is the people who are going to hell are already in hell. Because they live in that state. But then he says, if you ask me how many people are in hell, I answer you with the famous sculpture. 
sculpture has Judas, has Judas hanging and the devil pulling him down. And on the other side, they have the good shepherd, Jesus, who grabs Judas and puts him on his shoulders with an ironic smile. That's just the dumbest That's thing stupid. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that is that is one of the dumbest things. I mean, that's not even half as bad as what he's done. I mean, we've got this, uh, the other Pope Francis news is this Mayan mass. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. This is old, old news, but I guess some of the details well, are freshly The Mayan mass apart. is not old. The Amazonian mass is old. So that was, apparently we missed that one, but that was way back when, I, okay, I guess he has allowed an Amazonian right? That, I don't quite understand this, the way they're talking about it. Is there a new Amazonian right that is different from in the, the church, Latin right? The, in the with church? Its, with its now? own patriarch now or something? Is there an Amazonian Could, patriarch? I didn't know about What this. would be the point? They don't baptize people down there anyway. Yeah, but I, I just... They, they kept talking about it. Different podcasts and different uh, and life site news. But what I don't get is didn't anyone know about this Amazonian right? I didn't hear about it. But I do remember during the Amazonian Synod I said, you know what? I think that this whole Synod is about coming up with a new right. And I thought it would be more Amazonian than Roman and Latin. And I said, watch, we're going to get a new right. And they're going to say, okay, now we don't need the Novus Ordo or the TLM. We just got this right. And it's going to be something that derived from Amazon. I don't know why I thought that, but it looks like there is an Amazonian right that derived out of the Amazonian uh, Synod. Yeah, but I thought this this I, uh, this the Mayan right is different. This this attendance of of a Mayan mass. I thought this was like back in 2016. That's the way. Uh, what's his name? Presents it. Yeah, uh, that that Timothy Gordon was hearing of it was but, from Timothy Gordon. So that was that a trial? Was that the okay? This is the right that we want to approve, and now they're going to. And now that, that I don't be, get it. That's, I that, don't know. That might be why it's coming back around now. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't heard any report that that really defines what are you talking about? What Mayan right? Is but this a right that's already been approved? And yeah. what is this Amazonian right? I've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. Is this another right that's been approved that nobody knows about? I don't get any of it. Uh, that's why I was going to kind of not even mention it. Maybe it'll but, all become clear on April. What was it? April third. Yeah, when, when uh, he tries to get rid of the when he says, TLM. "Okay, the TLM is from now on going to be replaced with the Mayan right." Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Amazonian right, mm -hmm. or the Amazonian right, and the Mayan right are going to be. They might be the same. Why, I mean, might, why might is there a Mayan the Amaz and an Amazonian? Aren't it, they, aren't the Mayans be. from Amazon? That's what I was going to say. It might not be that there's a Mayan right and an Amazonian right. It might be that there's an Amazonian right that has a bunch of Mayan pagan practices in it. Yeah. 
Um, Arkansas bill passes to create a monument to unborn children at the state capitol. All right. That's cool, and that's kind of like what I've been saying is that, you know, you go, every city has some kind of monument to slaves mm -hmm. or to slavery or to the Civil War. Yeah. Someday, we're going to have monuments to the pro-life movement yeah. and to the pro-lifers and, pro the, and the people who... That's why I, I hope... Uh, Randall Terry gets that uh, that uh, documentary made, and I hope he does a good job of it because mm -hmm. I, I think he's right. It is an important story, and I hope people don't ignore it. It, it should be part of what we know. The same way everybody knows what the Underground Railroad is, someday everybody's going to know, hopefully, what Operation, Operation Rescue, Rescue was. Yeah. Uh, so a bunch of liberal Wisconsin Republicans pushed to add rape and incest as exceptions to the abortion ban. Add rape and incest. So, so it's already the against the law now? in Wisconsin and they're saying, well, we should add an exception to the oh, rule okay. that you can't get an abortion. All right. I don't. It bugs me that it wasn't there and now it is. That part bugs me because it's like you you weren't mentioning it before. Now you're going to say rape and incest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. When in on fact, the other it hand, matter. it shouldn't matter. But on the if, other hand, if that had let been the state it. of the law to begin with, we just said, well, okay, go ahead, do that, <clears throat> um, and then we'll we'll. We'll push to get rid of those later, but yeah. But the in thing fact, is, here's the thing: no, no abortion mill is going to survive on rape and incest exception statistics. In, if, in if, fact, if, uh, if they did, there would be there should be a hive of of like law agents there yeah, investigating ready to arrest people you were raped okay let's go get this guy yeah he's probably got your d you got the dna from him we can go in your body out. yeah so we'll give find the abortion we'll take that dna and this guy will go to jail yep that's that's but how they that's should be not doing gonna it. happen or because nobody's going to say i was raped and that's why i'm having an abortion well or you have to if if that's, that's the yeah, law, I know that's the nice. Part In other about words, it. there won't be any abortion. Yeah. So let them have it. Yeah, exactly. I don't mean let them. I mean, as I mean, as an end game, we, it, that. yeah, as an end game, there's got to not be any exceptions. But for now, pragmatically, go ahead. Yeah, and they'll find out that oh, it doesn't work. I don't. Planned Parenthood isn't going to stay there just for that. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, DeSantis leads a coalition of 19 governors to oppose the woke corporate ideology. Good. That's good. Let's see. Hope it goes I mean, somewhere. Why, why, why would a governor do this? Shouldn't the natural business law uh, yeah, just, uh, thing Yeah, just the marketplace do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like these banks shutting down, which I don't understand why they're getting bailouts, but... Oh, gosh. Hey, 
I mean, I got another story here about one of them gave something like $90 million. Was it $90 million? $70 million to Black Lives Matter. A bank. What for? Why is a bank giving any money to a, At all. To a, a social movement? To a, yeah. Especially a, one that's... socialist movement who would like to see the bank shut down. It doesn't make any sense, and we're going to bail these guys out? Yeah, that's... that's stupid. I was against uh, bailouts from the start, even when George Bush tried to mm-hmm. say, hey, these these companies are too big to fail. I we don't think there should ever be a thing now. as too big to fail. We have to keep it going. No. Be, hey, it failed. People learned the lesson. Choose and all these people time. will find new jobs. Some of yeah. them will start their own companies. Some yeah. of them will get hired by other people. The people Everybody who lost money, fine. they'll learn their lesson and, and, and ask the right questions yeah. next time around. Yeah. Makes no sense. Um, let's see. Where was I here? Utah school gives extra credits to kids who eat bugs as part of a climate change assignment. A climate change assignment? That's stupid. Why does why is sudden weird thing where uh, environmentalists think that the way to save the climate is to eat insects? What is that a is that insects a thing? are extremely bad for you? That's a thing, and they're they're pushing it in the schools and everything. And like, there's videos of all these stars who like film themselves eating bugs and try to say, hey, it's good to eat bugs. So, I, I don't get it. I'm like, they're trying to mentally get us prepared for the fact that we have to eat bugs. Because there's that that recording of, what's his name, Vaughn? You will eat the bugs. Um, I, I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe that's the thing. It's bugs. like, the, that, that's the next replacement instead of soy burgers, it's going to be bug burgers or something. But like bugs are better for the economy, uh, for the for the ecology than cows. Cows are, are. yeah. I mean, you, bugs, the bugs are the ones that you. But I guess you can try to rid it. I guess maybe bugs are easy easier to uh, maybe farm in, in large. Yeah, high like density, in your house. High density farming I, of bugs. Okay, think about this. This was brought up a while ago on the Alex Jones show, and. As a guy who travels a lot, it is so true. 20 years ago, in the summer, you went down a trip, maybe an hour-long trip on the highway. Mm-hmm. You had to stop and wipe off your windshield. There were so oh, many so bugs. Many bugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, I'll go, I'll go two weeks without cleaning my windshield. Mm-hmm. Drive between um, here in Cincinnati and and what happened maybe to all the bugs? hit a bug or two. Yeah. How are how are we going to eat bugs? I don't even see There's, any bugs. For some I've reason, they're disappearing. That's and it's true. like not. I mean, I, I I go for long stretches in the country, and I see any bugs. So I don't know how eating bugs is going to save anything, other than the fact that I'll starve to death and then I'll die and then I won't be a a, a, <laughs> a burden because <laughs> everybody will be dead. There won't be man-made climate change because man will be gone. These people aren't the same. Uh, we got silicon. Oh, I already talked about that with Black Lives Matter. The Austrian state government is going to pay out 30 million euros to victims of 
COVID jab injuries and restrictions. Huh. I think it's time for the American government to start Other governments to start thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. The Canadian Cancer Society tells men with fake female genitalia that they should start, they should consider cervical cancer, cervical cancer screenings. Do they have services? They can't implant that much of of female parts in a guy. They don't implant anything. They make a little fold in the skin, I think. That's so stupid. It's the craziest thing. What? I think they take... Is this just to make them feel more like women? I guess so. But I, I think what they do is take your take man's natural parts and kind of turn them inside out. I think that's how it's done. Sounds I'm painful. not sure. <laughs> Sounds terrible. The European Union demands Elon Musk hire a new army of Twitter censors huh. so that they can turn Twitter back into what it was. Nope. I hope he actually he needs to make good on his promise by like you said yeah. letting Alex Jones back on but as for something yeah. like this I hope he just thumbs his nose at him yeah gives him the finger <laughs> meanwhile YouTube they removed a parliament speech and then called on the Brig- British government to, to stop giving damning boot how do I say it? To act on damning booster jab data. In other words, quit quit giving us data that makes the jab look, look bad. bad. <laughs> See? Uh, I think that the the sensors are beginning to lose the war. And I think they're becoming panicky and frantic about that. Yeah, and it's like they're trying to get back at the people who who cross them even when it's like, we're not censoring that anymore. Everybody already knows yeah. about the jab being bad. There's no reason to censor this. We all know. And Hell, hopefully most people have lost someone. It's going to become more and more that the more you censor, the more irrelevant you become as a meaningful platform. Like, for example, Facebook could still be the platform for people to keep in touch and trade recipes and, and you know, right. know what their kid did at at. Uh, the recital yesterday and stuff like that, but for anything meaningful, yeah, they have it's like, like yeah, political Facebook's, power, you know, pointless. And hopefully, that's what happens to YouTube. Because mm-hmm. if I have to replace a part on my car, I still go to YouTube. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and I say, how do I replace do this? this? Uh, you know, and I watch the video and then I do it. So. Uh, a whistleblower says that exposing China's election meddling in Canada must be done despite the risk. The reason I What's say that is that's what I don't get. That's what I get. What's the risk? Out. I mean, maybe, maybe he's talking about the risk to himself. Maybe, oh, maybe what he's he feels is, under personal risk. I have to move forward yeah. with this. I think that's what that it, is. Even though I, I might suffer. Because that's what the headline said at LifeSite News. And I'm like, and I read through it and I couldn't figure out what the risk is of exposing uh, Chinese yeah. okay. election. So he, he must not mean like 
the rest of the country because so. personal risk. A Catholic church in France is vandalized with satanic messages, almost set on fire, and apparently it's the second time this year. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Are there still Catholics in France? In France? <laughs> I think I, there are you know, some. And, and it, it's sad because you don't even know what you're... Let's say a bunch of Satanists went up to St. Martin's Church and vandalized it. I would kind of care, but I really would. It's like, this guy's a gay lover, and he... His... I shouldn't say that. He's not a gay lover. He's never said anything pro-gay. Um, but... But it's, it's like... He's... He has no stones to speak of, and he does nothing it that... It seems to be a very ineffectual church. Yeah. Uh, you know... Uh, yeah. The, and versus... He's right. Versus if they vandalized, similarly, say, Old St. Mary's... Old St. Mary's... Well, that would be a meaningful vandalism. That's... that's St. Lawrence. Or St. Yeah. Lawrence, for example, or something like that. Yeah, then... That's like, okay, and, and it would make more sense for Satanists to vandalize those than to vandalize, right. like, St. Martin's. St. Martin's. Because those yeah. are the enemy more than St. Martin's is the enemy. Right. St. Martin's is the enemy in name only. Yeah, in name only. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you would say that, but... I know. <laughs> uh... Prominent Wisconsin cleric endorses the bill forcing to priests to break the confessional seal. Oh my gosh. So they're saying a, a former cleric. It, it, oh, he's former, a former cleric. priest, I think. Well, it says prominent Wisconsin cleric, but then later they say that he's a former priest, Father okay. James Connell. All right. So. Connell or Connell? He's a defrocked um, priest. Or a I don't know if he's defrocked or, or he might have just or, stopped being a priest, stopped acting like a priest. Yeah, or maybe even a, a, layas, a uh, retired. Mm -hmm. I, I think they mentioned the word retired in here. Uh, you know, he's. I just. I, I, he doesn't seem to understand. I mean. When you got. These kinds of guys who are saying, "All right, I, I'm for the protection of young people." Well, you can say that, but it's not going to help those young people for priests to break the seal of confession. That's oh, not right. going to help that the young doesn't, people. Right. right. What could help the people is if is if the archdiocese quit paying them off mm -hmm. and giving them hush money, that could help. And if the archdiocese, most of the time, I think they know about these priests, and if they got them the hell out of uh, service, But, you know, I help. think he's talking about, like, if a kid comes and in confession, say, he reveals that, uh, well, there, there's two things. One is, a kid might reveal that, that he's like being abused or something. But another one okay. is like, let's say, um, let's say I go to confess something I did. Yeah. To like to a kid, a kid, uh, you know, but, and then it's like, okay, well, I mean, I hate to say this, it but it there are be certain times where it's like, 
it's not his job at that point to protect the kid. Well, it's, it's he's ab- only got one no, it's thing to do. But concerning the soul of the penitent or the confessant, this this is the thing where Pope Francis is clearly not interested in protecting children because the, the here's the thing that he ought to be able to do. Okay, knowing everything about this particular kind of sin, crime, whatever, there might be certain sins where the real answer is for a priest to say, okay, wait a minute, you can't just come into confession because you did that yesterday and get absolution and you're going to go on your way. Uh, we're going to look into this a little bit. Are you getting help? Are you, you know, because uh, a priest ought to be you. able, a priest ought to be able to withhold absolution if the person is not taking positive no. steps. Yes. Maybe because if the person's a, not taking positive steps. That's what I mean. The Maybe. person has to show that he's actually penitent. I think it used to be more common for priests to withhold absolution in Hold those on. cases. <clears throat> But like, all right, yeah. you gotta go through. Huh? Okay, okay but uh, only that, uh, only the only thing he could do is to to make sure that that the guys were to to make satisfy his own uh, desire of the guy to get help. But part of that cannot be. Uh, like turning yourself in or anything like that. Um, he can't say, "Look, if you want forgiveness, you're going to have to go to the police, or you're going to have to go." No, talk no, to this, but but he parent. can say for certain kinds of crimes. Okay, this kind of crime is one of those that recurs. If yeah, if you're not getting help, and and you know, asking questions like, okay, you know, how. Is this a regular thing? Has this been a problem in the past? You know, and then if you're not getting help, then that means you're not putting yourself into a path where, um, let me reword that. If you're not getting help, your penitence isn't sincere. It's kind of like the guy who comes and says, uh, I I want to go to confession real quick because I've been sleeping with my live-in girlfriend but I yeah. want to go to communion at this mass. So I got to go to confession real fast so, so that my family can see me go to communion at Easter or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, well, wait okay. a minute. Yeah. Are you going to move out? That. Well, no. Okay. Well, well then I can't forgive you. Exactly. But that's exactly the situation where Pope Francis has said, well, no, you can never withhold absolution. Even if it's clear yeah. that they're not penitent. And that's why I'm saying right. Pope Francis is the one who's not in favor of helping children here. Because if priests yeah. had more latitude in that, that's the path to take. The priest can't break the confessional seal, but he can say, hey, look, uh, there are some steps that you need to take to show that you are penitent. Um, yeah. And for example, uh, taking those steps can be part of the penitence. penance. I mean, you remember, in the church, penance used to be a public thing. You, you you might have to, you know, forego receiving communion for a while. Yeah, but it, it can't be... Part of the penance cannot be 
disclosing the sin to someone. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can't say you got to turn yourself in if you want to be, or your penance is to turn I'm yourself not, in. I'm you not, can't do that. I know the rules right now. He can't do that. I'm not convinced that that's part of the um, theology of the sacrament, though. Um. All right, go ahead. You're not. You're not convinced that the. Uh, you're not convinced that doing that would actually break the confessional seal? Uh, correct. I mean, it's something to look into. I, I, think I, it I would. agree that the rules may say that you can't do that, that because there are like specific rules they have for confessions that priests have to follow that go beyond just the question of breaking the confessional seal. No, that that is part of breaking the confessional seal. But is I'm not telling someone you have to tell other people. That's the same as breaking the confessional seal. Um, but that's what you're disputing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not convinced of that. I, I would okay. have to do some research and, and some reading to to be convinced of that. All right. Uh, I guess LifeSite News has got one more strike against him. Remember when we kept getting strikes and it was a big thing? It, was like, it wasn't a big thing to us. Yeah. It was a big thing to YouTube. They'd send us these emails. If, if you do this one more time... <laughs> It's if like you if you went through LifeSite's news, <laughs> I don't even understand how they're on there. If you tell it, the truth one more time, YouTube's going to get rid of LifeSite news. That's just what's yeah, going to happen. So, you know what they ought to do is ask uh, Band.Video if, if they can put their stuff on there. Yeah. But they said they're making a new platform. But, is. I mean, what's the difference between having a new platform and just having your own website with your videos? Well, I don't think for they example, understand. For example, I don't think they're making a new platform. Are you sure? But because for, I think they're just. For example, Parlor just had their website. The platform they were using to host their website was Amazon Web Services or some kind of Amazon. That was the host. Service. That wasn't the platform. I, I know, but that was. Uh, but they were also using that as their their uh, platform. The, uh, no, the to weren't. me, the platform is the whole substructure that supports the presentation of the web pages, including the servers and everything else. I so I don't think of a platform that way. I, mean, I think of a platform as a place where. Yeah, I know. People, that's how people. Where think. other people's stuff is. Yeah, like served up. Like YouTube is a platform. But if it's all Facebook your stuff, then it's just a website. Yeah. And it okay, it runs on whatever technologies, but, but it, it's still it, just it a could website. be they it could be that they're talking in the in the deeper sense of a platform in terms of we're gonna have servers that we're responsible for so that nobody can shut us out. Like Amazon did to Parler. Because you know, Parler Okay, but that's a misuse of the word platform. Well, it could be. I mean, a, you know, platform... A platform is a place where you serve other people's I mean, I, I, information. To me, platform isn't that... That's why 
I don't that's feel like why that's YouTube a, I don't feel like that's a word. It's a platform and not a publisher. Yeah, I know. I don't think What makes them a public what makes them a platform instead of a publisher? Okay. Uh, okay. It, not as, having your own yeah. as a server, distinction that doesn't do it. I know. As a distinction from publisher, okay, yeah, but I don't think the word platform generically is that has that strict of a definition. I think the term can apply in several contexts differently within cyberspace. Think so, but I guess we'll just disagree we'll on that. To, we'll anyway, they're they, going to come out with their own platform. They, uh, I don't think they're going to let a bunch of people post a bunch of videos on it. I think it's just going to be a website with all the videos. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Biden signs a bipartisan bill to declassify COVID origin documents. I don't believe this even for a second. That's... Which documents Something are going to be is classified? That's interesting. I have no idea. We don't have any documents. The WHO wouldn't even let us uh, do any research. No, if I remember right. I know, but 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 we have documents related to like NIH funding of projects in Wuhan and stuff like that that might be declassified. That that's not going to be declassified. Oh, I, I, don't know. I don't care I, what yeah, they it, say. It'll be interesting to see what they declassify. It could be that nothing it's gonna is be, going to. It'll it'll be like it'll be a big nothing. So you see, I declassified all the documents. There's nothing there. Y'all were wrong. Yeah. And, you know, it's that kind of. But but the thing is, we're already so onto the liberals' game on this stuff that nobody's going to believe them. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. And more and more, I, I hear people getting red-pilled, and it's like, were you that stupid uh, two days ago? Yeah. I don't get... Naomi Wolf. Yeah, what? Naomi, what? Naomi Wolf. Mm -hmm. She, uh, she's a big liberal. Mm -hmm. But during the whole COVID mess, she was coming on... Uh, as a guest for conservative uh, talk shows and stuff mm -hmm. and podcasts because she disagreed with the way the left was doing this whole COVID thing. Yeah, I remember. So, um, lately she just released, I don't know if it was a tweet or what, but she apologized for not believing us that the whole January 6th thing was nothing but a farce. I think this huh. was like right after uh, those videos from what's his name came oh, out, which the, is almost yeah. nothing. Yeah, the the, the Fox the News stuff, tiny stuff that. Is, and it's like you, you were that you're you were that you're dumb just now up, getting it. Yeah, I mean, you have but to you be know, extremely but, stupid. But here's the thing. But I guess some people are. Well, not some people. Here's the here's the thing, and and the uh, the. the thing that makes makes me sometimes want to despair not some people are yeah. a lot of people are and not just a lot in the sense that it's a high number but a lot in the sense that it's like maybe more than half the population are still that stupid and or you know I, I that guess much it's more like it's willful stupidity though it's like yeah you know you you can you can lay all the evidence in front of someone. You can tell them 
you know, here's here's the, uh, you know, here's the dead body. Instead of pictures, we'll wheel the dead body into the courtroom, and then they still say, "Yeah, I, I think, I think Elvis is still yeah, out there." It's a fake. You know, it's like that. Yeah. Um, I guess throughout all this, more and more, I'm learning to be thankful for the uh, the job mom and dad did raising us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's the only way I know how to say it. The fact that I'm not that stupid mm -hmm. or that willingly fooled, that's the only thing I can think of because it seems like a lot of people didn't get that. And it's like so much of the whole know, world. We had an unusual childhood, but but we don't even live in it. We've never even been in that world where we were fooled, yeah. you know? We were oh, fed red, red pills uh, for breakfast as kids. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, their breast breast milk red pill, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, Detransitioner sues medical group for pressuring her into removing her breasts at the age of thirteen. Mm. Can you imagine wow. a thirteen-year-old girl who's who's just? I mean. Look, it's an awful time. Puberty stinks yeah. for everyone. I imagine it stinks for girls the same way it does for boys. And for some reason, she's confused. And she, and 13 say, years oh, old, she's she still got 60 years of life to go. Mm -hmm. And and she took off her, her main attraction to her femininity. I and hope they get it's so slapped criminal. with a huge... Um, uh, I, I hope she gets millions. Verdict on that one. At yeah. least millions. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma Supreme Court declares limited right to abortion in medical emergencies. So this was, I guess this was uh, another court case where they outlawed abortion and the Supreme Court came in with a case and said, finally, to decide whether or not. And, and they they did grant limited rights to abortion in medical emergencies. Now, I don't know what How do they define that? That's, is. That was one of the big is things that, about Roe v. Wade is that there was, you know... Yeah, what's a medical emergency? What's, it's, it, your doctor says you need one. Oh, medical emergency. Yeah. Only to a pregnant woman who is in a medical emergency. Yeah, again, undefined. Which includes that her life is endangered, but, but it, it doesn't really say much else. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, the court agreed that the mere possibility or speculation that a mother's life is in danger is insufficient. So what's sufficient? Okay, so it sounds like they're saying considering the, the fact that people don't die of childbirth. Nobody dies of childbirth or pregnancy. Sometimes they might die of, you know, like something like preeclampsia, but but the intervention is to get the baby out. Yeah. There's never a time when an abortion right. is necessary as a res you know, solution to a life threatening situation. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, Israel is considering legislation to imprison those who share their faith in Jesus Christ. So uh, the Jews see, are talking about talking putting about Christians in jail. This has kind of come Makes full circle. That's how head, they started you know. out, didn't it? Yeah. Christians started All out in Jerusalem stuff, and I'm being jailed and stoned for. I've not been a part of Christ. it, but now they're now they're wanting to jail Christians. So I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Um, that's all the news I got. All right. Well, I got all of my news this week came from. Well, we got to pause for a second. Oh, okay. So I got to get something real quick. Actually, I got to. I got to get two things. That's the thing about this song. I used stuff. to be able to let you talk while <laughs> you I went and did sneak stuff, to the bathroom. but now, now everybody <laughs> knows. Coffee or whatever. Yeah. Right. By the way, I uh, speaking of coffee, um. I've realized, like, at the beginning of Lent, <clears throat> I always go th for the last few years, I've gone through this weird, like, my my hips and, um, kind of like, almost into my upper thighs hurt and stuff, and, <clears throat> and, and a little bit into my middle back, too, but I always thought, oh, it's like, because I fasted all day on Friday and, and or on Wednesday and then maybe again on Friday and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I did a little bit of um, researching because that just didn't make quite make sense. I think that is actually my coffee withdrawal. Because I looked mm -hmm. it up and it said, yeah, caffeine withdrawal can know. present as muscle pains, uh, usually upper body like shoulders and back. But it can be in, you know, your uh, hips and stuff too. So that's that's the only explanation I have. But I think I do actually have because it goes away in a few days, and then I don't have it again for the rest of Lent, even when I fast. So I do have withdrawal. Maybe. Just not the headache part. Okay. <clears throat> I only get the headache, but it's mm -hmm. very severe. All right. Oh, we were going to start my news, weren't right. we? All right. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's my your turn. turn. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this is just—I don't know. This is this is like a some kind of comedy movie. A uh, couple of inmates uh, escaped from a Pennsylvania or a Virginia jail. I don't know why I said Pennsylvania. Um, they literally threw a hole in the that they made in the wall with some t primitive tools. Um, and they were later found at an IHOP that, that the patrons, I guess, saw who they were. Maybe they saw reports or something like that and identified them. Getting, getting pancakes. <laughs> I wonder if they had like the striped shirts, uniforms, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, hey, those guys just broke out hoping of jail. they would go unnoticed. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, IHOP. I, I just I just get out of jail. Where are you gonna go? Oh, I know. Let's go to IHOP. <laughs> you know, I I mean, like I could imagine. Okay, again, if I was unmarried and didn't have a care in the world, and I was in jail, and somebody hey, you want to be part of this breakout? Oh, yeah, I'd go. I would say, yeah, Whatever. let's break out, and then let them get me again at IHOP or something. You know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
I had to call and report it on myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my. Okay, I know a guy who broke out of prison for, I guess, seven years. Seven. He had two kids while he was. Oh out. wow! Yeah. So he like kids found a woman, got married, or whatever. And then they finally found him. Didn't get married, but he found a woman and had. You know what? He might have gotten married. I think he did huh. get married. Bye. I, I mean, by the justice of the peace, but and had two children, and then was rearrested, and just recently was finally let out after like. 20 years. <laughs> all right. By the way, all my stories today are from Associated Press, which doesn't do a very good job of, of reporting news, um, but they did have some funny stories this yeah. time. Or, or stories. Okay, so let me ask you this. Would you go to jail for a year for a half a million dollars? Yeah. I think a lot of people would. Sure. So this this guy in in a online yeah. scam, I guess scamming various ladies. I don't know how exactly he got the money. I haven't read the whole story, but the bottom line is he scammed uh, eight million dollars, and he gets four and a half years in jail. Okay, but. Um... But where's the money? I don't know. I mean, he, he would get them to transfer money into his account. The money that gone? he used the money and spent it, and just lived high, you know, a, a really, really nice life <laughs> for uh, yeah. all that time. I don't know. I mean, because I mean, if he had a bank account, and I, I imagine they would take everything he owns. Actually, and sell you it know what? I to try to pay I back take that back you, you would go to actually first of all I had it wrong it's not go to it would be, be four, it bucks. would be two million bucks a little bit two more mil, than almost a two million bucks but it turns out two, he was two he was paid he was ordered to pay more than four million in restitution and forfeiture so that only leaves four million so it's only a million a year that he gets <laughs> yeah okay so he gets Four million dollars for four years. Four I'll years do, for I'll four, do four million years dollars. For four million Bring dollars when I get out. <laughs> what the heck? Well, I. I mean, it, it reminds me of those uh, stories about like drug companies who who ruin a bunch uh-huh. of people's lives, and then there's a class action lawsuit, and it's like. They're going to pay $526 million in restitution. It's like, yeah, but they made $25 yeah. billion. Dollars. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know those. No, I'm just making those numbers it's like up. that. Yeah. But it's often that, that kind of far scale. out of balance. And it's like, like what, what was that? And it's, it's, it ought to be different. I don't know how it should be, but I know it ought to be different. And that guy should have. They should have taken everything. Like he should have maybe not been allowed to own anything for the next rest of his life. Maybe not the rest of his life. I don't know if women are. I mean, what? It seems like 
most people are pretty careful about getting scammed yeah. nowadays. Oh, uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, that, it used to be I when mean, you know when, he he spends time building their trust and stuff, though. These these like one on one con men that you know the the people feel like they know him. Oh yeah, he's my buddy. He, you know, I know him. Yeah. Okay. All right, and I, I'm surprised that this even got to the Supreme Court, and it kind of disappoints me in Jack Daniels that it did, but somebody made a, do- a dog toy that kind of resembles sort of a Jack Daniels bottle, but, I mean, it's so clear that this yeah. is not a Jack Daniels product that I, I, I would say they have zero grounds for you know, trademark infringement suits and stuff like that based on this. And, uh, unfortunately I made it all the way to the Supreme court though. And it's actually being argued there. The Supreme Supreme court. Court? So has they ruled on it yet? Uh, so there's a, they've actually ruled on it. They said they had the left shoe on. Share this. So here's the bottle of Jack Daniels next to the bottle of the chew toy. It's obviously supposed to look like a Jack Daniels bottle, but the thing is, if you didn't know what a Jack Daniels looked like, then you wouldn't know what that is. Well, I guess that's the point of a trademark, is to have someone look at something and say, oh, that's Jack Daniels. Right. Without now, here's, here's the thing, um, though. Um, this is one of those where you'd have to be careful. Now, like I said, I'm surprised it got all the way to the Supreme Court. I, I think that, that for this purpose, Jack Daniels could have made the initial suit, let it go wherever it goes in whatever first court it goes to, and then, okay, we accept the verdict, back off. But if something like this happened again, you resue, and the reason is because for trademarks, um, you must defend the trademark in order to retain the right to the trademark. So, yeah, you know what I mean. And, and what stinks is that you have to be making enough money on the trademark to defend as a pragmatic it. So thing. So, if yeah. I, if somebody like stole our, you know. Uh, podcast about Catholic things logo or whatever it doesn't matter there's right. not much we could do about it you know and then if everybody started stealing it we couldn't do anything about that either so it's like send them some cease and desist letters that's about it but we wouldn't care anyway so uh, uh, it looks like but if you had a trademark that that's that people know of then I guess you are doing okay for yourself yeah it says that the the main question about trademark that is prohibited by the law in the u.s is that you're not allowed to use a trademark you're not allowed to use a trademark in a way likely to cause confusion as to their origin sponsorship or approval of goods now here's jack daniels is saying that oh this does that people would get confused and think this is actually a Jack Daniels product. But here's the thing. What elements of here are specifically trademarked? 
they didn't copy exactly, I don't think, the font. The design of the black label is not the same. Right. Um, maybe the shape of the bottle right. is. You see what I mean? There's there's almost nothing there's a on lot there that is actually the there. same in a way that you could say, oh, yeah. that bottle. And, and Jack Daniels, the only thing that's left really is the shape of the bottles. And did Jack Daniels trademark the shape of the bottle? Is that what they're challenging on? So I I kind of I kind of think that the right ruling here is against Jack Daniels. Yeah, I think so. Check on it. Okay, I am looking at a Jim Beam logo. Oh, compare like try to you know, and I I'm, uh, compare it to Jack Daniels. And there's a Jack, there's a mm -hmm. Jim Beam black label. What about the bottle shape? It looks square, not, not square the uh, the sawed off corners like Jack Daniels has. Yeah. Uh, sawed off corners. That's what. No, the I mean like, is. So you see how you like about? Jack Daniels, it's square, but the, the corners, it's it's really eight sided. Like oh. And, and that's what I'm wanting to see. Okay. Ah, if, they, if Jack Daniels has a trademark specifically on that bottle shape, that's the only element of, of looking at the two products side by side. That's the only element I can see that possibly could run afoul yeah. of, of trademark. And then if the toy manufacturer just said, okay, we'll just... Uh, reapply those corners, round the, corners, round the corners, or, corners or make it a full square instead of sold off corners, then that would remove that as well. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see yeah. why they have that, any that's, at all. That's my position on this. Alright, well, I think that copyrights, trademarks, and patents have been yep. way over abused. To the point where yeah. they're bringing industries down instead of helping them in any way, shape, or form. Okay. That I hear is a me bunch of crackling. I guess that means trivia you're getting, out. Uh, Can I get my dice doing your thing? You yeah, should get that so out. Don't crackle and stuff. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Get the right, AI up while I roll the die. And the die comes up and says, ooh, one. And one is. Old Testament. All right, let me know when you're ready with the AI. Hold on. I gotta log in. Mm -hmm. I have to log in. <laughs> oh, this is an easy one. Go ahead and bring your AI up. Can't, uh... They were I'm trying. You you said last week they're coming out with Keep the new version. Of By the way, th there's apparently that one called Dan. Yeah. That uh, is that just a mode that you can? Yeah. Yeah. Takes all restrictions do, do anything off. now? They is that just a mode yeah. that you can apply here, or is it like a separate AI run on separate servers or something? I think it's probably a separate AI. Okay. So the question is. Well, yeah, this is Google's this is so coming easy. out with one. Everybody will get it. Called uh, 
Who was okay. the first king of Israel? And of course, we all know that it's Saul. I misspelled Israel. It was Saul and 1020 BCE. Yeah, everybody's got to do that. BCE. You know, BCE, it's like, okay, but what is before? Why is it BCE? No, before Common Era. They, they wanted to what? get rid of references to Christ and our Lord, so now the designations are CE for Common Era, which means AD, because the Common Era is since Christ, and BCE, which is before Common Era. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, we all know it yeah. means before Christ. Um, yeah, so, okay, Saul was the first king of israel wasn't a very good king right they liked him he well some they people like he tried to be david, popular because king david you know, was good for a while but also he, did he uh yeah. violated the the ban on on what was it on on looting uh some kinds of looting um so he didn't wait for uh samuel yeah. um for the sacrifice because the people wanted him to get get a move on All right. Well, uh, I guess we don't have yep, anything else. So, folks, think about what we said. Go wrong. And and circle always. the beads. Hi, everyone. Oh,